You're listening to Outside Radio. Welcome to the Active Podcast, episode number eight. It is your boy Supreme Soul. We're back with another one. Um, if you'd like to hit us up, hit us up at Outside Radio underscore on Instagram and as well as on IONOFM, Apple Podcaster, and as well as Spotify. You can check out our website as well on our IAG page, um, recently um, revamped. So there are a little bit of new features over there. Um, and also, um, you can definitely check out the rest of the other podcasts hosted by the beautiful Black Creative. So for people who don't know what Active Podcast is about, Active Podcast is a podcast where we discuss music and arts and the underappreciated behind the scenes. So today, I've got a DJ, producer, and uh, should I call you artist or...? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, cool. We've got C. Pefasi in the building. How's it, man? What's up, my man? How are you? I'm good, good, man. Um, definitely been a minute since I've seen you around in the streets. Yeah. Crazy enough that um, it ended up being that I, f- I found out that we're in the same flipping class. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's why we just like recently like reunited type of thing. Yeah. How have you been, my brother? Uh, I've been chilling, bro. Uh, staying safe. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know as much to say. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm just happy to do this with you. I think it's a great platform to chat, yeah? Uh, I'm excited, bro. Uh, cool, man. So how, how has things been for you, like, just in general, like, in terms of, like, life? Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole COVID-19. I know, like, the, the waves and the big waves have passed by. Um, there is an expect- expectancy of another wave sure. in the future. But how have you been uh, maneuvering around that situation at the moment as an artist and a producer? Um, I've been quite steady here, it's to say, uh, I think the whole pandemic issue hit the entertainment scene quite hard, harshly, in terms of there haven't been much happening mm-hmm. in this industry. Uh, it's given us time as producers, though, time to reflect on ourselves and how to be creative. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that, spending time in the studio, trying to reamp the sound. I know a lot of people have been asking me when is my next, you know, release. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's because I've been quiet for a while, but also, you know, just taking time to kind of grow myself as a person because it really reflects the art that I make. Okay. Um, but yeah, so right now I just started, uh, I went back to school, so I'm studying again. Okay, know, that's great. Um, cause, yeah, you know, just kind of explore my options just outside the music mm-hmm. as well, you know. Um, yeah, man, you know, I think like most people, I've just taken this time of, you know, lockdown and to myself and kind of grow myself, really speculate what's important to me, you know, how I can you know, be innovative, you know, also okay. adapt to, to the new ways, you know, new way of life. Of life, living, yeah. You know, how to broaden your skills, you know, because now as an artist, you can't make your capital or money from performing, you know. So, yeah. What are, what are the other streams and ventures, you know, as an artist? So, yeah, that's been it. And it's been a learning curve. It's been a journey. Excited for 2021, New Year. Mm-hmm. And happy, like I said, in the beginning to be doing this with you. And, it's yeah. a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. And uh, in terms of, like, um, increasing your, your knowledge and also just, like, um, as you mentioned, innovating yourself, uh, what are you currently, what were you studying before? And what are you currently doing at the moment? So what I'm doing right now, I'm studying at CPUT. It's a a course on business management and entrepreneurship. Something very similar that I was doing when I was here at Bridges for Music. Okay. uh, Because they offer the same 
program, mm -hmm. which is, I'd say, at Bridges for Music. Shout out to Bridges for Music, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say at Bridges for Music, the, the course is more practical and, you know, and it's more direct within the industry that you get to work with some of the guys who are running shit, you know. It's yeah. my language. <laughs> no, it's all good, bro. Like, <laughs> shit. You can cast what you want on the show. Cool. Shit. Yeah. So, you know, like, I, got, I was fortunate enough to work with some prominent people within the industry, but we'll talk about that as the... As the, you know, as we have this conversation, yeah, we have this conversation. <laughs> I'm looking forward to having that chat. So, um, tell us a little bit about who Sipefasi is. Um, of course, I'm sure maybe you've gotten the whole thing of your surname and yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people approaching you. Are you sure? You sure. Know? So, um, who Sipefasi? Where was he born? How did you grow up, man? Which school did you attend? How was life growing up, basically? Um, I coach is. Shout out to the show. Yeah, man, shout out to you because I don't really get to talk about myself like this, you know, most often. So, just to be given yeah. the platform to do that is, yeah. well, Sipe Farsi, um, Sipe Nati Farsi, born and raised Kualanga, um, which is a township in Cape Town, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. like, everybody knows. Yeah, I don't know, man. So, like, you could probably have mad viewers from, I don't know, the UK or something. So, yeah, bro. You know, so shout out to those people as well. But, like I'm saying, mm. born and raised Kualanga. Um, well, just to get this out of the way, how I'm related to Brenda Fazi is my dad's cousin. Yeah. But like that. Fazi is a very big uh, house. So there's like three Fazi families in Tungwalang. Okay. And my dad and Brenda both come from that same... The same family. Yeah, within Tungwalang. Um, I, well, music, how I fell in love with music is music was always a thing that was around me, you know. Okay. Um, you know, you know how your parents are, and I just had very inspired by the old legends like Zola Seve and Armando's uh, Aquaito. That's what I really drew me in. But never thought I'd ever become a musician at that time. Just had mad love for music, and as a kid, just imitate, you know, mimic what I saw on TV. Yeah. And, and I guess a lot of like old, like my elders saw, you know, that passion in me for music. Uh, I only really started taking music seriously after boarding school. So I went to this boarding school, McGregor, okay. uh, which is in like a few hours away from Cape Town. Is it in McGregor? Uh, in like McGregor, it's a McGregor, McGregor like close school. to Ashton, Robertson. Ashton, Worcester side type yeah, of thing. Okay, cool. I have a cousin in McGregor that lives in McGregor, yeah. by the way, so that's how I know McGregor. <laughs> but, I, but I didn't sure. know if there's like a McGregor school. Yeah, it's a McGregor how, school. How was that? How was living in a boarding school? I've never been to a boarding school before. Sure. I think you living in a boarding school taught me a lot of life lessons, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of grateful for, but also a lot of that stuff that I thought I'd never do as a light diary actually got to do when I was in sporting school because I was away from my mom and you know it's not really mm. you know so things like maybe you have your first drink you know like yeah, have yeah, your yeah. first sink you yeah, know yeah, yeah, like, okay. I never thought I would do that as a kid but when you get to boarding school it's all yeah um, yeah man so I, I was quite a very quite mischievous kid you know okay like, catching up this shit you know uh, <laughs> yeah yeah man so I remember I met this dude um, and he played me, he played me his, like, a record, like, played me a CD, put in a DVD, play a CD, I'm like, shit, dude, is this you? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, I recorded this at this other guy here in the studio. And I was quite fascinated, you know, because for me, like, the love of music, was, everyone I saw was ever doing music was always on TV or radio. Yeah. Because so you see this guy up here also pushing, it just made it quite, you know, uh, tangible for me, like, okay, shit, this is also something I can do. Yeah. So after that, yeah, I think the next year I came back to Cape Town, 
And I was like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm gonna try this music thing out. But back then, I was like, I was rapping. I was writing like little raps, little rhymes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, within that, I met Bridges for Music and the rest was history. And the rest was history. So you do producing. Um, so now I. And yeah. uh, you, you produce, you I write, do. you DJ, host events. host events as well. So yeah. you are jack of all. Yeah, trades. Yeah, so like let's that. talk about the event part. Like sure. How many events have you done? How how did that journey go about? Because I feel like that's a bit of a a very huge sure. responsibility. Creating something mm-hmm. and having and trying to convince people to get to your venue. Yeah. Tell me how that goes in your side of life. Um, like I said, uh, as a as a as a youngin, I was quite a woman's mischievous. So I had to like, kind of rep on myself at school, you know. But the event thing only happened when I was in high school. And by that time, you know, I had, because I was a DJ and people, you know, it's like, yeah, dude, mm. you've got this buzz going on within the school. And I was like, for my birthday, which is, who happens, which happens to be my favorite year, mm-hmm. day of the year. What? Which, which year? Which uh, uh, March the 13th. March the 13th. Yeah, March the 13th. So I was like, you know, I should, I should, I should host something, you know, because I have a lot of friends within the industry, you know, like, like within the game, you know, some guys were really pushing and were really making their, uh, like a name for themselves within Cape Town, you know, uh, just bringing them together and celebrating, you know, the most two things that I love, people and music. And mm. that's how the whole events thing, and after that I happened to host about five events, Yeah. Uh, which have been something. Success, but, you know, so yeah, there's always for improvement, you know? Yeah. Like we're trying to go like festival, the like castle. Yeah, you know what I mean like a daisies for Langa. For Langa you know type of I mean? thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the game. So, which one is the best one that you you feel like? Okay, cool. Like level of success. You know, you know, you were extremely happy at the end of the event. Everybody pulled through, and and it was just the vibe. Uh, it was not one that I think the most successful one. I'd say not one that many people would look at it like that because it was like the a workshop type of event which I you know did in hand in hand with Red um, Red Bull. No, excuse me, Bridges okay. for Music. Bridges, Bridges for Music. Yeah, Bridges for Music was having a hip hop uh, workshop in Lanaikuka's Tebe and that year the, the DJ drama come through. So just also organizing like how who would like DJ drama come to you get to come to Langa and really talk Hip hop. I remember KZ, KZ being uh, one of the people in the panels, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, uh, for me, I'd say the two most uh, respected or represented uh, hip hop artists, Kwalanga, Amoka Mizrati, and Shima Time. Oh yeah. So um, that was DJ Drama in which year again? I remember when DJ Drama. DJ was Drama in came through. I'm not sure. 2017, 18. Yeah, it was like a, yeah, it was about a, you know talk. Let's talk music. You know like how you guys doing it in Guadalajara, South Africa, and you know and the connection and trying to build bridges between the two. You know, so that was quite successful for me because you know a lot of I reached out to a lot of people who I know mm-hmm. are doing and have this musical drive within Langa. And they all came through and it was very fruitful as I guess a lot of people took away some useful knowledge from that workshop. Okay, cool, man. That's dope, man. And um, are you planning any future events at this moment? Uh, well, with the situation at hand right now, yeah. COVID and all, not really, but hopefully, you know, there's more stuff we'd, we'd like to do, you know, there's more 
type of events we want to introduce within Walanga and not only because most of my events I've been doing them in town clubs okay. and clubs. what I realized is that a lot of people from Walanga will like, go out you know yeah and they come through as like it, it would make it you know makes much more sense if I could do something that's mm. you know for Wabamba Walanga because there's a whole lot of stigma within hood events and how they turn out to be yeah but also just to introduce a different world within yeah but that's yeah, yeah. but yeah so police are the way you do events of Alanga yeah so what is a Alanga but specifically a gas what's your take on it my take on that yeah like, now honestly I feel like um, in terms of like uh, the artist perspective side of things if you go to an event that is in the hood, like most likely you're gonna be hosted by someone you know, and that is your friend. Sure. Which number one, that's already a downfall because a lot of people are just trying to, you know, squeeze in a, a few flavors, sure. flavors inside there and there. Sure. You know, there is a bit of a delay of payment of, as well. A lot of people have experienced that. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, we spoke about that a little bit in class mm. about delayed payments and sure. people trying to do favors for you because I'm your friend. But you know, that's the thing, man. We're trying to break out of those things, you know. Yeah. Just because yeah. those things are there doesn't mean we should like put a blind side. Yeah. yeah. Like I fucking listen. Pull me while I'm on the gas. You know, we need to break that. And at the end of the day, I think for me, the most important thing is to like empower our people. Yeah. So that's my kind of aim with music and what I do. I'm more mm. for the people, and music is the tool to communicate with those people. Yeah. You know, so hosting events, Kalanga, is, is is a way of how to get two people. You know what I mean? And how to like educate in most in most ways. Because I feel like it's a really important role that we need to do. We have a responsibility as artists. Yeah. Uh, so that's how like my perspective. And I one of the best like events I've been to. I don't know if you remember these. It's Ikasi experience. Yes. And that was like one of hood, like top notch, best hood. Dude. Yeah. Feel like you see reason pulled through to the hood and it's like this whole you know Ikasi, what I mean? you know, but also like socially empowering the people because the stores would be like yeah. Local shit, you know what I yeah. mean? Like misunderstood, 7455, Mocha from the hood, yeah. you know what I mean? And about like food stores will be Abama, um, Mabatin, Sawana, Dane, you yeah. around, Five Aside, Gases, but Talent. You, you know, know what I mean? A lot of people came up through ways away. Yeah. The Kingsies were shouting their names out from yeah. the Gas experience. So after, and it's quite sad for me that those type of events don't happen anymore. You know, because and and I and I guess I've taken that responsibility on myself to kind of you know put those you know those events from for for the next generation. They were probably like this in Zimbabwe to yes. also take it to the next you know level. Definitely. Yeah, man. I feel like yeah that 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 part of like um like the events in the industry is missing at the moment a lot yeah if you were never in that era you missed out period because that was like one of the best eras ever like no one no one (laughs) even like no one wanted to miss ikasi experience you plan months but like if you plan months (laughs) you budget that shit But shout out to, to, to Lloyd and, yeah, and, and Vincent Manzini yeah. like for, for, for putting a whole lot of people onto yeah. uh, good platforms and you know being seen by other people because they were superstars sure. that were walking around there. I mean, you, know, yeah. you don't know what other things might have ended up being being at the end of the event for some people. And some of us took it from there, they just they, you know, they took it up a level and really were able to build something mm. from whatever past. And you know, it was wasn't just a culture, even though it was in Kailicha, yeah, we have people we have come from out from all over the spot, yeah, even go, besides yeah, Rhodes, you know, yeah. and you have people come out to go to Rhodes, and yeah. came to LA, you have people come out to just for 
that show. That show. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I wish you all the best of luck with regards to like um, the the plan of these events that you want to make in the future and mm. moving these platforms. What do you think about the Cape Town movement at the moment with any any musical genre? Do you feel like we're back at working together, or do you still we feel like um, we're still on the same level at the moment? Because I can feel a buzz with these young kids. Sure, they they work together. They don't. It doesn't feel like they're too sure. um, big headed towards each other and, and sharing sure. sharing the love. Yeah. No, I think I think we're definitely getting there. We're not there yet, but mm. we're getting there. And I personally feel like that because Cape Town is quite segregated, very segregated in many ways, you know. I was yeah. fortunate enough to have a gig in Joburg a few weeks, like months ago. Yeah. And it was my first time that side. And one thing I like saw and observed between Cape Town and Joburg is things are integrated in Joburg, you know, like yeah. people are together, so it's, it's easier, I wouldn't say easier, but you know, whereas in, in Cape Town, it's like you got the southern suburbs and you got the northern suburbs. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like you've got the buzz in the hood where all these guys are big in the hood and blah 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 blah. But yeah. when you go up north and nobody knows about them. You know? Yeah, and definitely. You get north and then you get all these guys who are like we how the youngsters who came up and you check a lot of UCT vibes, kinda you know, click growing up and that's a like one big scene within Cape Town. So to answer your question, I think we still need, you know, like to merge and kind of mm. know about each other, which is why I've, I'm running this page um, on Instagram. You guys can go check out code021.musicmag. Mm. Um, and it's just about like, you know, collaborating and putting all these artists together, you know what I mean? Because I've been fortunate to know guys from both sides. From you both know? sides, yeah. You know, yeah, bro. And just presenting and reporting and then really broadening the, the scene, you know what I mean? Mm. And it's going to take a lot of us to kind of, you know, Interact with it, you know. But I need a lot more of these. You yeah, know what I mean? definitely. A lot more. A lot I'm more. Of there. <laughs> What's there? I'm still out here. I'm still out here to 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 actually, you know, highlight these people. Sure. You know, I I actually focus on more people who, not only on my personal capacity, but other people as well see that it's dope. For me, sure. you are dope. You know. Um, and it, and it's not even about like thank you, man. Like it's not even about like other people as well and seeing wackness. I'm, not about that, sure. not about negativity, but it's just that I want to highlight people that need to be known. Sure. Like you've been pushing this thing, man. You've been doing, you've been out in the scene, and 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 you've shared a lot of stages with big people. Man. I sure. mentioned that though as well. Um, who have you been with, man? Yourself, first of all. Thanks, you know man. I mean? yeah, yeah. Why do people yeah, yeah. always have to like start with me? Like for real, bro. Because just to, before I get there, just to hit on this, like you were like one of the first people who like. Like who showed us? Cause I'm like, like I'm a child of you know? Yeah. So like, he showed us like, yo, shit, this, this, this one's doing it. You know, I remember yeah. the Supremo, the Tuki houses back yeah. then. Before Skrskr was a Skrskr. Yeah. I'm walking around and I was telling Turkey this. I was like, yo, man, it makes me happy to see these kids wear do rags today. Yeah. Cause back in the days, I was trying to drink care and play Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Charlie Me, Bitch, I'm a freak to play Pow Wow. Yeah. Those are the names that I got, man. So the seas are we happening two rides in the hood. It just shows like, hey, people are being more open-minded yeah. and stuff like that. And you are one of those ones to pave that way. You know? Thank you, man. To introduce hip hop as a thing in the yeah. hood, you know what I mean? Thank you very much. So yeah, bro. Now talking back to you to answer the snail's question, uh, I've been fortunate enough to share a stage with some prominent people, like I said, because for music has put me on in many ways, mm. uh, and it's just been like a mutual partnership. Uh, so when I came back from boarding school. Mm. In 2015, mm. 15, yeah. 
and then yeah and then i was just very like young and everyone with so much energy and really like wanted to learn more yeah. about music and these guys had a workshop which was their first workshop before the school was even built and all yeah. and i remember I, I didn't have much knowledge of what the workshop because i just came back from school and I'm like yo the workshop in Mugulo, yeah and someone just came here to tell you that yeah i was like Fuck yeah. i don't know what's happening i'm gonna go and get there Oh shit about that coffee coming here, you know, wow. Gucci Horton. And right now I'm, I'm by then I'm not in a DJ about mm. just like love for music, whatever is music I wanna do. And yeah, bro, kinda there was a QA moment that kinda happened between myself and Black Coffee. And yeah. from there I was fortunate enough to actually be on stage with the man. Um, worked at Ultra yeah. um, as a stage Congrats, manager. Man. Uh joined Shit to Stage with Skrillex. Uh, at Ultra, nah, that's uh, 2000, crazy. yeah, Jimmy Flutu, crazy, a whole lot of legends, you know, a lot of Red Bull stuff. Like, you know, like things were starting to open up for me, and I think like what was a dream was like you know it just happened within blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but even that though, it, it was it's not to say things happened, but it was just like a moment of this is what it is. This is where you wanna be. You can do it. Go for it. You know? Go like, for it. Go yeah. get it. Go we get go it. Need them over here, like man, being with, in, with skillets in his hotel was like, yo, what? Yeah, bro. He came to Langa. He came to my crib. Like, she was like, what the fuck? Yeah, shot a shot a video, shot a music video for him, which was not necessarily the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was like <laughs> being with Black Coffee as well, jumping off stage with him, going to his dressing room with him, and having those connections. Like, yeah. so what do you do? Like, you know, like, I remember CTM chilling with Black Coffee backstage, and I was like, "Man, DJ Tiger," and he's like, "Who's that?" But Tiger, and then Tiger, so Kaliko, yeah, yeah, he didn't know that. Like, he didn't know that how he was definitely yeah. honest. I'm telling him like, "Yo." This is the next big thing, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know. So I've been very like fortunate to have like those interactions with, with those people, but also just preparing myself for, you know, what I where I want to go. Where you want to go, yeah, man. Because I feel like also that's one of the most important things for everyone yeah. is to know where you are going yeah. in life. Yeah, yeah, you know? man. Because I feel like the whole thing of your future does kind of scare you. It does. If you kind if of it like, doesn't, bro, then, it, then it's you not big enough. It's not big enough for you. It's yeah. not big enough. It needs to scare you, bro. It needs mm. to like, um, be in a car. Wait, am I ready for this? This yeah. is for, like what I want. This is like, yo, yeah. sometimes like, shit, whatever I don't get. It's like you're shooting, you're shooting very like, shooting high, man. Yeah. So if it doesn't scare you, I feel like. You know, you're you not don't hungry want to, you're enough. not hungry enough. You know, you're yeah. not hungry enough. And you, it, that shit only ever comes. Oh, you look for these things, bro. You go out there and you go find them, you know, get them. You know, you meet with the right people. You, know? you meet, click with, you know. I remember when we used to like, do your freestyle session. I'm like, yo, I want to chill with those dudes. I, you know what I mean? Like, like, you want to hang yeah, out with these niggas? Because when you live in the hood, bro, it's like different types of things happening and it's happening fast and you can be caught up with any type of shit, you know? Yeah. So it's all about just putting yourself in the right positions and with like-minded and like-hearted people. That's great, man. Uh, I like I like your your route and uh, the, the direction that you're going. Um, let's talk about the DJing part. Yeah. Uh, but to be random, of course, as well, like, what what is one thing that you feel like you're not great at? 
By the way, we've got Sikhia on the show. Shout out to Sikhia. I think Sikhia just needs to make a shout out over there, you know, active podcast. Say your thing, my brother. Say your thing. Yo, yo, yo. Shout out to the Outside Radio. Yeah, my name is Sikhia Vukwana. You know, this is my boy, Supreme Soul. Yeah, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Let me join the show, man. Yeah. Nah, it's yeah. all good. Like I feel like he also needs to squeeze in a oh, few yeah, questions yeah, yeah. there. You know what I mean? For real. For real. But do you, do you think there's anything that you're not great at, bro? Um, I don't know, man. Great? <coughs> yeah, probably. But I feel like you know, if you push your mind, I'm one of those optimist type of people. You know, put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like it's a lot of things that I feel some people do quite better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm that type of thing. I'm a fast learner. Teach, teach it out of me, I'll do it. You know? Yeah. That's the attitude. So I don't know. I, I can't really think of something right now, bro. I'll tell you this. This is going to be a funny one, bro. How much you think you know? What? <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> the Play soccer, like then, Steel. Steel, yeah, because yeah. I feel like your soccer brand is like the most dominant like sport mm. in the hood. Yeah, you know, and I feel like if you can't play that shit, well, I'm I'm one to admit that I'm not really good at soccer, but I played soccer. I played, yeah, same, in, same, not like same. in professional um, <laughs> club or maybe play soccer in school for like the school team. But I've played like in the streets, sure. like, yeah. like in Bali, I was at school when you grow up, you know, yeah. you get put into those things, you know. But I was just dominant in basketball and cricket. That was my sure. favorite yeah, sports. Because like, if it, because I feel like you enjoy playing something that you know. Yeah, of course. Well, I was. I understand soccer, the yeah. game itself. I watch it. I mean, but playing is, you know, like yeah. even your group of friends. If you don't watch soccer, you bound to kind of know sure about soccer. But that's what the. Things that much that only ever speak about. But yeah. 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 You feel like you don't have anything that uh, you lack it. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And the DJing part of things, bro, how has that been, man? Like, I've seen you play. Yeah. Um, so many events, of course. Um, I feel like the... I don't want to... I don't want to say the most... It's not recent. Sure. Yeah. But... It was last year, right? Yeah. Just before COVID. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just uh, before COVID and you were playing at um, Sneaker Cartel? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other events as well, man. How's that journey been? DJing, I feel like it's a dope ass skill. Sikhia, by the way, wants to play. For real? I feel like, man, you should link up Sikhia, bro. For real, sure. Like, should I just check out the space quite often, bro? We won't, yeah, we, but won't, we won't talk about what happened off air, but like. <laughs> But the thing is, yeah, they do yeah, offer those DJ services place. Yeah, It's a great place to be at Bridges for Music. Shoutouts to them as well. So I feel like we should introduce Sita to that or eventually once that um, that opportunity arises because there is an opportunity sure. coming soon. Sure. But it will be on weekends. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll, we'll spread it to other people as well. Man. Yeah. Like for anyone who's interested in the in the, in the the skill, they can pull through. Sure. Um, I feel like the school will explain the rest of what it is that is needed from you. Sure. It's required from you. So how's, how's your journey been going? Um, the DJ, it's been, yeah, it's been a great journey, man. Uh, even the whole thing of me being a DJ is never something that I thought I'd ever be a DJ. Mm-hmm. But I was, once again, at, a, at another British music workshop, and they had DJ Ready D 
which is a le- he's a yeah, legend very Hitler, like he's, he's a scratching legend yeah, by yeah, the way like red d red d is Yo, a heavyweight bro red like shout out to him he's one of the people that uh like a uh, foundation of hip-hop in cape town Big time bro mad respect to the exactly. legend shout out to to red d man so yeah man i will remember a crazy story actually because i remember really d scratching and i was at this workshop and when i was going to do this i was like Probably the youngest in the crowd, and sometimes I'd, I'd have my school uniform in. Yeah. So get scared, I jump on the test, I'm like, fuck, make sure I'm gonna. Put that over out in the baby Yeah. Young Julius, the time for the young Julius. Fuck, five. Yeah, I only get you like five. And also, he sometimes yeah. go to his workshops. And I remember one of the workshops when the workshop ended, this dude comes. He was like, Yo, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, I rap. Mm. And he's like, you DJ. And I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, I can. At you that can. time, mind you, I don't know how to DJ. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm meeting this dude here at this workshop, and he's quite prominent, bro. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna stick to this guy, you know, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and a few weeks later, after that, after that workshop, ran home the next day. Same man, we tried to change time, but let's got instead of leaving. Yeah. And it's like, learn, and you're just learning, teach, 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 and it grew from there, bro. It just literally grew from there. Yeah, man, and, and you've played at so many dope spots, man. Big time. Yeah, man, and um, how how do you gauge um, what to play when you are at an event? Are you the type of person who gets to the event maybe two hours early yeah. just to check what the vibe is going on? Because I feel like that's also a good thing to do to go to an event. Thank you God. know, uh, we'll see. you know, because people don't drink water, guys, in these places, so you need to know, like, man, it's like. It's like uh, music is, is a feeling more than anything, bro. And I'm sure you can, like, you know, yeah. relate with this as a, like, as, a, as a rapper. When you hear a beat, some beat, when you just, the 30 seconds as it hits in, communicate with you. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know how you feel, you know what you, what you want to say, you know how you want to say. Yeah. So, in that sense, it's like, even as a DJ, when you're going to play your set, you get to, you know, again, when I get there, I'm going to play my the first song I play. And you get there, it's like, it's not really the song for the crowd. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, it's like communicating and having the scene about this feeling. Okay, what song is gonna, well, like how stage is it gonna put you in? You know, and mm. I, and I think that's that's the power. That's mm. my gift as a DJ of or, um, being able to read the scene, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Like for me, like I'm more of an activist myself, especially in music. Sure. Like I also grew up in a family of music. You see, sure. like my grandfather had a was in a choir, also performed in Artscape. Shout out. And I also have my cousin as well, Indim Kosi. Shout out. Yeah. You know, so like, they had their own ways and passion on getting into music. And then like, when I see like these young kids right now, I feel like I just want to know like, why are they doing it? Sure. And where it's going for them. So for you, like, I just want to know when you fell in love with music, was it because of the streets, what's mm. happening in the streets? Or was it the lifestyle that's happening, like seeing these artists in television yeah. with these fancy cars, throwing money and all these girls? Sure. Like, After, Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like with, with me, it was more of what music like was more than... Because before I, I... 
it, it, music as a business stage came uh, at a later stage. You know, yeah. as a DJ, I remember there were times I played for free. I didn't mind playing for free as long as yeah. I was playing. You know, yeah. as long as I was. Yeah. So then, only after did I get to realize, well, okay, music is, is not only just you know playing and being. It's also a business. You know, yeah. it's also you know you need to get your papers right, you need yeah. to get your money right, and all yeah. that stuff. And that's how that's where somehow the the industry itself is a bit diluted. You know, because okay. some people where you put money into it, and some people just do it for the money. You know, mm-hmm. and also some people within the industry they they do music as a hobby. And some of yeah. them do it yeah. for yes, as a passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess for right now, pop culture is the thing. You know, like mm-hmm. celebrities mm-hmm. are being idolized. Like, they yeah. advertising everything. So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of kids these days they aspire to be celebrities more than they aspire to be lawyers. You know, more than they aspire to be politicians yeah, or judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Music they want to be so, in the industry. Exactly, you know. Yeah. Some of them really think they can rap. You know, some of them want to be the star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's so much more within the music yeah. industry. And yeah. people who are eating big mm. time, you know, by not being the front man, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Some people like owning stuff. Like, you know, it's so much, bro. It's mm. so much. You can't even break it down how much more the age you can do. So, I don't know, like, in these days, if the, the communication, I mean, the perception of being an artist is, yeah. you know, some people do it for their own, many reasons, bro. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a very inspiring story for me locally, because I really appreciate, like, South African music more than anything. We go talk to Tom Nati, who was, like, a pop singer in South Africa just a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And his story of how he yeah, was in the streets, yeah. blah, 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 he gets arrested. He gets arrested yeah. And then he turns out to be this R. Kelly soft nigga, you know, <laughs> with an angelic voice, you know. He was yeah. platinum, bro. Yeah. He was multi-platinum, you know what I mean? And what do we say that what triggered, you know, him into becoming an artist? So, yeah, I don't know if that can answer, answer the question or you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It, it depends, bro, for like a, a lot of people. When you wanted to become a DJ, like, you wanted to become a DJ, what, you know, what made you want to be one? Like, like I said before, like, I grew up in the sound of music. Sure. Like, music for me is, it's like a big thing for music. Yeah. Like, I can also write poems, sure, but sure. I wouldn't be like, I can put it in, in a rap form sure. or in a singing form. Yeah. I don't have the voice. But instead, the mm. business right there with the music, you take that poem, you give it to someone who's, who's got mad yeah. flow, you yeah. know, and you eat yeah. of that, you yeah. sell yeah. the script, right? Yeah. 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 So I would say for me is I can give what people want in beats. True. Yeah. yeah. Sick. You see, give Sick. what people want yeah. in beats, they will feel my kind of beats, yeah. of what kind of music, music. and they kind of gravitate to exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's why I would rather go into DJing side rather than than. than and you got yeah, this guy yeah, and you know, <laughs> you know, I have a beast there next to me, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come yeah. on, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like yeah. Sure. No, it's all good, man. Like I feel like everyone has their way of expressing themselves. You know, some people can't speak like vocally to express themselves. Mm. As as Mr. Silke also mentioned, sure. is that he expresses his, his through, feeling through the feeling and the beat. Puts you know? it out there. Yeah, man, that's that's how the dope. So, um, last section. Sure. Um, artist, I never expected you to be on that stage because uh, I've always, I've always known you as a DJ and a yeah, producer. I didn't expect you to be out here spitting bars on tracks and, yeah, and dropping singles and shit. So, oh. like, how that comes about? Like, I don't know if you, you know, like I said, uh, how I started with the whole music thing before mm. I became a DJ and producing. I was like, 
this guy who wrote, you know, I heard this guy's song, right? Yeah. So when I went back home, I'm like, oh, shit. And I just told myself, I'm gonna do this music thing. Yeah. And you grab a pen, take a paper, and you think mm-hmm. about, what am I gonna say, you know? And then, so I wrote these verses, and I used to write these verses until I met Bridges for Music, and which they were more like kind of focused on DJs and production, and I kind of shifted to that side, you know, teaching myself how to DJ, meeting producers, and really, you know, becoming a producer myself. And then I kind of put the whole rapping thing aside, mm-hmm. and I met uh, guys like Amokas, and I was spending a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. And then I guess that influence of rapping, you know, just being in the studio, listening to these guys rapping, like, mm-hmm. man, I could do this, man. You could do this, man. You know, secret reminds me of, reminds me of uh, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Nipsey Hussle couldn't do music. Yeah. yeah. When he writes, he would. It would take a day just to write like four bars. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember the show with the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game was like, yo, Nipsey, come on, man. Let's sure. finish this. Is it like, yo, game? I'm with people like you, man. Sure. You know? Yeah. Take, take you know, time, time with it. So it really reminds me of that. Yeah, like, man. Like with you. So it was like on that stage, just being in the studio with you guys. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. And I remember Milka, when I put out that song, the first song I did was. A homie of mine, Lair, was like, Yo, Stringy, I knew you can do this. I knew you were mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't think you were mad. Yes. Like, oh, I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then from then, man, it's just been, you know, that and it's been the steady one. Mm-hmm. It's like a check after check after check. I don't know if maybe I'd even come to like putting on my own album or yeah. EP or shit. But mm-hmm. trust, I've got enough shit in the, in the bag yeah, to, to put out that to shit. Put out there. And it's just fun, bro. I think it was just fun. There's no pressure. Now, yeah. when I put out a song, it's like, like, yeah, I feel like it, you know? It's like, let me just do it. Let me just jump on the first. Let me just yeah. explore and have fun. That's, yeah. that's dope. What's 41 plus 41? 41, 41, 82. Thanks, man. Can you spark of RCA for me? Whoa! <laughs> what are you trying to do to me, bro? What are you trying to do to me right no, now? Dude, like, yeah, active, yeah. Yo, that's an, an active podcast, you gotta stay active. Yo, so. Spark of No, don't look. Because <laughs> the thing is, everyone that I've asked to spell a word here, there's Come only on. just one person in my an entire podcast that has spelled the, the word that I've asked them to spell correctly. But no one has spelled the words correctly. So if you spell this one correctly, nah, man, maybe... Can I just say this? Maybe we might have missed this somewhere. There was a time... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this... I think it's very important. Okay, move it along. <laughs> there was a time what? And when I was in high school, I was like, fuck high school, man. Fuck school. Yeah. yeah. But that's not just my excuse. I was like, nah, fuck school. I'm just going to do my music. Okay? So yeah. meeting a lot of these guys, a lot of things were happening. I'm like, yo, I can. Yeah. I can live off this, you know? But yeah, yeah and then when I, when, when I was ready to like... Drop out of school and you know, it's like grade 11. Yeah, also catching one shit and my marks weren't reflecting. They weren't reflecting, yeah. And I was like, nah, man, I was gonna do this. But then, yeah, yeah, I know. Went back to school for my matric certificates. That's congrats, man. You know, I feel like taking a step. Yeah. You know, education is key. It's key, bro. Yeah, it is key, key bro. It's sold in many different yeah. ways, but it like, does, yeah. Bro. It's, it's yeah. Just key. before, just before we let you go, homie, like any inspiring words you want to share with the people. Um, out there, you know, any words that you want to put out, anything that you've been burning to, to, to say to the people out there that people just need to know about and um, just anything simple that you'd like to share, man? Uh, man, uh, shit, I could say a lot, but I guess, I don't know, man, hey, <laughs> I'm trying to think about it, there's a lot, man, you know, when I'm trying to place it. Yeah. Oh, my okay. bad, my bad. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm trying to put it all in one, man. Uh, 
I guess the best thing I can tell people is, is to live. Mm. I guess you know it's, it's, it sounds quite vague, man. You know, but if you really just break it down, then it's like live. You know, it also depends to the people that I'm talking to about my people. You know, um, yeah, bro. It's like people just need to break up their chains, bro, and fulfill life, bro. You know, mm. it's deep like that. You just fulfill and be and be you, and you know, like live out your best life. Just live, bro, and dream. Not only just dream, but you know, do it. Do yeah, it. It's possible, bro. We've seen some very inspiring stories where you know people come from crazy circumstances. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They flip that shit around, and that's just about living and being, bro, and being in today. Alright, cool. And any social media handles where people can catch you, uh, um, each and every social media page, even sure. on um, as well as the digital platforms where your music is at. Sure. People can check out your stuff. Simple, man. At Sipefasi, uh, Facebook. I'm not on Twitter, but at Sipefasi on Instagram. At Sipefasi for my music, Apple, Spotify, uh, Audio Mac. I don't, even, I don't know if people mentioned that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? It's, it's a music. It's a music platform, bro. Like, uh, audio, I still use Audio Mac. Audio Mac. Yeah. No, for sure, it's legit. Audio Mac. Yeah, man. See the first, and don't forget to check out at zero two one dot music mag. Zero two one dot music mag. Some great content, bro. Some crazy, you know, local music industry stuff. So, All right. Cool. Yeah, Anything man. you want to share, Mr. Vox? No, nah, man. That's all. That's all. has been a great interview. Hi, good. Hi, Tops, man. Thank you so much for coming through to the Active Podcast, uh, Mr. Fassi. I really appreciate the moment. This was late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this nigga. By the way, I was late, guys. Hi, <laughs> cool man. Catch us at Outside Radio underscore on Instagram. It is the Active Podcast episode number eight, and we out.